Welcome to Radio Paradise, a safe haven for bored and restless minds, a world of honesty and truth in the midst of corruption and lies. Now sit back, relax, and let C. Loss and Mike D. guide you in your journey of The Lost Dial. Start off the show today with uh, Motown busting a busting a nut, <laughs> shooting a load off. That's Motown shooting a load off. <clears throat> Give you a little little jump this morning. Welcome to episode twenty-one. Wow, is that even for real? It is. <laughs> oh, twenty-one. Twenty-one is a big number. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, we can drink legally. Yeah, yeah we are. Uh, we're completely legal now. <laughs> uh, my name is Mike DePaul. Sitting to my left is Wendy Afarismo. Hello. <laughs> and to her left is Chris Seelos Troy Lavala. I was thinking about the Seelos thing. We might have to change that in Get the intro. Get rid of it. I... <laughs> Oh, yeah, C-Loss and Mike D. Yeah, yeah might oh, have so to, you have to record a new intro now? Might have to change that up. Yeah, we got to change the intro. Why? Because it's got to be Troy now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just oh. said you should get rid of the C-Loss. But I like the intro. Do the same thing. Just replace the word. Mm. Let's do it real sloppy-like and just... Sloppy? Just uh, somebody else's voice comes in right at C-Loss and goes... Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. A chick's voice. We'll have Wendy do it. <laughs> Troy. <laughs> nice. We'll let let Troy and Mike D guide you. <laughs> <Journey>. <laughs> Sitting across from the three of us is Mr. Watson. T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, ladies. You never say good morning to the men. It's a man's world, you know. Yeah. Give, give him some credit. But <laughs> it wouldn't... Oh, man, I forgot the lyrics already. It wouldn't be much of a world without a the girls or something. it's a man's world. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was thinking of the James Brown song, but... All right. Yeah. <laughs> We're, this, is a, this, this is a special uh, tribute to Mad Men uh, show, I guess. 
music uh, that we feature today is straight off of uh, the just released Mad Men. It's a musical companion. Musical companion. CD or album. Or it's, it's a two CD set. I think it's just of season four, though. I don't think it's on, because there's some songs. There's some standout songs from previous seasons that I don't see on there. Well, it says 1960 to 1965, and since the show takes place. show The show started in 59, I think. Hmm. But yeah, there's also a few songs that like I have in my collection that aren't <coughs> on this album. Eisenhower was president when the show started. Oh, fun it, fact. It was they were uh, doing possibly doing the campaign for Nixon. Nixon's campaign ad ad work. Hmm. Uh, I need to rewatch it. Such a good show. The thirteenth uh, uh, episode of uh, Breaking Bad happened. Don't say wow. too much about it. I I've been trying to avoid any headlines because um, I bet there's I haven't looked, but there, I bet there's headlines, right? Yeah, people were talking oh, about it. Oh, so yeah, it was it was. I crazy. got to dig a little deeper over the weekend, so I'm like, okay, I have to shut out everything now. Yeah. So, oh yeah, it was. It was uh, just the the final episode of the season, right? right? There's more seasons. It's not the end of the show. There'll be one more season. Yeah, one more the season. word on the street is one more season. Sixteen right. episodes. And how many seasons are there up to date? There's four. four this was seven. the fourth season. All right. That seems yeah. short for a show. That's very, very popular. Well, they, they, they can't... If they milk it for everything it's worth... <laughs> yeah, sometimes it'll, the it'll, show will just... Yeah, it'll lose its luster. Is yeah. there any secondary stories that they could do like a spinoff of? Oh. Like keep the story kind of going and just bring it in a different direction? They could, but whether or not it would work, I think... I think the way they're looking at it because they've they've brilliantly done it thus far is that you know if they I think adding a just let it be what it is right and yeah. add, adding, adding a, yeah. an extra three episodes to the end of the fifth season I think and you know because every season leaves you you know just sitting there in you know a pile of your own feces just like <laughs> it sounds terrible i've got to watch I, it. i've got to wait an entire year for them to put out in my own feces <laughs> i'm not going to move i'm just going to sit here this is the worst here. i hate this show yes, you do you just, you just i mean it's it's almost you know it's it's embarrassing you know all right you know what the most the wor you know what scares me about death is the embarrassment <clears throat> of of the last thing you do yourself yeah oops sorry <laughs> making a note my bad you're i mean whether you're found or whether you're you know set and strapped in for death and your loved ones are around your bed or whatnot the bottom line is the one thing we all have in common is we all crap ourselves oh you mean when we after die. we die oh yeah. okay we you know this doesn't happen every time oh yeah everybody releases their uh i mean what if you do it right before you die that's what i was thinking i'm no, just gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> often when i think i'm gonna die soon you're I'm gonna die at 11:35, so i'm just gonna go poop now yeah i mean you could you could plan it like that if you knew it was, if you could feel you know the shroud of death slowly <laughs> pulling up over you too bad kevorkian like, died huh? fine i'll just crap now while i'm alive so it won't be so embarrassing you know i mean that's if kevorkian didn't die you could just take a dump and then be like all right dude let's do it i'm ready <laughs> all right but why would you even care? Like, if you're already dead, it's embarrassing. I mean, I mean, you're dead. I, you're not, not gonna. 
but it's embarrassing. I'm gonna crap my pants right now. To me, to me, I'm I'm not a religious person. I don't believe in the afterlife. But the one thing I'm scared about is the fact that I'm gonna have a pair of underwear full of crap. After I die, so it's, maybe you'll possibly be a ghost, and you'll be an embarrassed ghost. Like, please don't look at my body. My, my, my soul will come out, and I will pick up my feces <laughs> and throw it at everybody, just to like you know liven it up. So it's not like, oh, oh that, that's look at his look at his dead carcass. His pants are full of crap. I mean, <laughs> at least then I can get the last laugh by as a ghost throwing my crap at them. Hmm. Seems like some kind of redemption <laughs> somewhere in there. But. but I mean, you know, that's I mean, you're you're resorting back to, uh, you know. Eh, you live a long life too. You live into your, you know, or you have a stroke or something. I mean, you deal with that on a daily basis, crapping and 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 peeing yourself. But Wendy has a. What if it's an instant cents. death? What if it's an instant death though? Like it's just like you still crap somebody sneaks up on you and you get shot. Like and then you die. Yeah, you die, and then you know your muscles, all you know, die with you. And because of that, you can't hold it in anymore. It just comes out. So it comes out after you're dead? After you're dead. Everybody craps themselves. Is that true? It is. It's very true. (laughs) I mean, think about it. I'm having having difficulty accepting that it happens to everybody in all situations. I feel like... It's very true. Well, in that case... I would think your feces go with you. Right. In in that case, (laughs) you're just... you're, you're, You're crispy you know, mass and you're, you're, I mean, you don't smell the crap because, you know, burning flesh is pretty disgusting all by itself. So it's probably just bad. It probably masks masks the crispy crap in your pants. And I hope you're not wearing plastic because, oh, that stuff stinks. Right. (laughs) Your hair, your flesh and your crap, it all burns up and it just all smells awful. So you can't distinguish between, oh, that's burning hair or that's burning crap. So, um, you know. Well, good it, morning to you. It, if, if, if you drowned, I mean, you know, they're not going to go down there and get you. So you crap your pants underwater. So that's not as embarrassing. Oh, no, fish. I mean, you do. Yeah, they the, go down and get you. They look for lost bodies yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah. If I fell off a cruise ship, they're going to send people down to the bottom of the Atlantic or the Pacific. I bet they would for a couple of days. At least. <laughs> they probably would. Yeah. Well, fish poop in the I sea. I don't think they would because no. they're not going to. No. If you're dead, you're dead. If you're an important figure or it was, maybe. you know, some sort of. Yeah, maybe. Some sort of big homicide deal, yo, you know, maybe they'll go down. If you just fell you. off a cruise ship, they'd look for you for a couple of days, see if they could find you alive and on the surface, and they'll be like. Or, or if you fell a, off for a mysterious it's reason. It's a big ocean. Mm. Yeah. I mean, especially if the cruise ship is passing over the abyss at the moment and. It would be mysterious no matter who fell off, though. Because like, it'd be like, what happened? Where did this person go? We got Average civilians, I definitely do not think they go down and, and resurrect you from the bottom of the sea. Don't they start to float up, or do some of them actually stay at the bottom? I don't know. So if it's like a lake, they oh. have to. You'd eventually get just eaten by a fish. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're, so maybe that's why they might not sell anything. You're dead and your meat. They're going to eat you. You're going to have... Yeah, they won't send anybody fish. out because... Uh, Someone will eat you. Something <laughs> will eat you. We'll put it that way. Not someone. I thought this was supposed to be a classy episode to, to mark the uh, <laughs> the release of season five of Mad Men. So far, we've crapped our pants yeah. and we've gotten eaten in the ocean by the, scavenger uh, fish. And burned, too. Classy. So. <laughs> the, the men of Mad Men don't sit around drinking their, drinking their brown and talking about brown. They just don't do it. No. They have much more classier discussions on... Uh, hey, you want some vodka or you want some brown? That's what they talk about. Yeah. Vodka or brown? What do you want? I just browned my pants at the end of uh, Breaking Bad, and I'll tell you that much. 
I'll be waiting. Um, well, at it's, least, on, it's at on least Netflix, so I, I I don't know if those up, no those aren't Netflix. yet. What, what are you What are you up to? Episode three, maybe three and a half of season one. Four. Episode four. Yeah, made it up to that. So I I saw it. Um, Walter had to take someone out. Um, that was gripping. Actually, Crazy Eight. Yeah, that was actually kind of <laughs> gripping. That, that little scene there. I'm like, oh, oh wow, oh, okay. If you think that was gripping, just wait. I know, I know. I'm sure there's more. Ooh, just you wait. So while I'm mentioning Netflix, I'll throw this in here, here now real quick. Yeah, let's let's um, get all the boring stuff out of the way. <laughs> Netflix. Whoopity-doo. Yeah, they aren't uh, dividing their company anymore because uh, they've listened to the masses. However, they're not bringing their prices down either. So finally, some, a, finally a corporation listens to the masses. Finally. Partially. But... On the same week that the uh, probably the most popular corporate deity passed on, yeah. corporate deity, right? You yeah. like that? He was. That was nice. I'd say the first corporate deity that the masses actually are mourning mm. is death. I mean, he's a corporate deity and respected. Right. I mean, when uh, when the CEO of Bear Stearns dies, do you think everyone's going to be lighting candles outside of uh, <laughs> their headquarters in New York? No. But the guy from Enron. The guy who blew their brains out? Yeah, nobody cared. <laughs> Somebody from Enron <laughs> blew their brains out. All yeah, there was nobody, nobody cared. Yeah, no, no, I don't remember it being too much in the news. <laughs> Not like no. covered every like magazine Steve Jobs everywhere. was awesome. No. Yeah. It's a historical event. First corporate deity. <clears throat> He's an awesome guy. At Did one so time, much. he owned 324 patents. Wow. 324 patents. There's somebody else who did that, too. Oh, let's pay some bills. Let's pay some bills. just so gay i can't believe i did that oh, a little um it's, awesome it's, powers it's, it's powerish you gotta you got it there is supposed to be a fourth one coming out by the way really yeah i didn't know that the third one was the best gold member yeah <laughs> i need to get that one replaced but that's another story you were having a point about netflix um how they maybe, tricked everybody yeah into not being mad about raised prices because I don't think they were ever going to split. I think they just did that as a whole decoy to really? higher prices. Yeah, so now people aren't mad about it. They're like, okay, well, they're going to keep it the same, so we'll pay a little bit more. Because, like, one of the angers got taken away. So hmm. yeah, I, I think you could be it's right like there. It's like genius. Yeah, that is true, because um, um, I'm trying to think of a specific example of that happening. Basically, just something going wrong. They made a mistake, so they tried to... Pretty sure the government does this all the time. The government does it all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll cause some other trouble over here so you can be mad about that. <laughs> then and then the you forget about the original right. problem. The, the, the government and the media bump uglies, and the media does their excellent job of getting us all fixated on something stupid like kid in a well. And <laughs> at that exact moment, we start bombing another country that never did anything to it's us in exactly the first place. exactly like the Family Guy episode where Mayor West puts up the statue hmm. of the... You know which one I'm talking yeah, about? I, what was I, it of? Vaguely. Uh, it's a cereal guy. <laughs> the frog. Yeah. The <laughs> smat. Uh, 
That's I'm sorry. That's just what it made me think of. Apple Jacks such a or good like example. Smacks probably. Smacks. Smacks. Yeah. Smacks. Ooh, oh shit. Hmm. Um. Having issues with your chair? My leg just went up and uh, hit the lever, and I <laughs> fell down. <laughs> I spiraled downward. Um. So yeah, no, that's uh, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty ingenious of you, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> to figure out the game plan the over at Netflix headquarters. <laughs> if they did that, though, it was, it was really smart. And if they didn't, then they just got kind of lucky. Well, there are still a lot of people that are upset about it. Yeah, um, but not as, because they're like, well, at least it's like the give and take kind of thing. Yeah, That's I will admit it worked with me, because I'm not as upset anymore, because I only have one account to worry about, but I still have to pay. I'm still getting one disc instead of the three that I'm used to. Mm. So I'm not happy about that. Did you know that the uh, the Occupy Wall Street rallies are all really because of Netflix? Yes, actually. <laughs> I didn't um, know that. They're not really mad at corporate America. They're mad that Netflix did what they did. I stopped by the one in Hartford. And <laughs> Makes sense. Did you? No, I didn't. Mm. But I mean, I was actually pretty close enough I could have the other day because um, there was like a whole lot of traffic. I didn't know why at the time until I got home and learned that there was they started one in, in Hartford so I'm like oh that's why I was in traffic a little bit longer than I usually am at this time because rush hour is awful um, around yeah. like five o'clock so yeah but it's uh, just Hartford trying to get a little bit of the limelight it's well they all are all the cities um yeah like, but I think Denver is the newest one Hartford <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anybody's still there, but um, when I, they did the broadcast like live that night, there's only 25 people left. Like there's 200 to start with, and a lot of people went home to sleep in the warm weather. <laughs> I, I would I would make the drive to New York just to be part of the real deal. Hmm. And it's starting in well, it had already started in like L.A. and um, pretty much all over. Yeah. I meant to get a number of how many cities are actually doing it. Last time I checked, it was like 38. So. Man, it's so bad how much I don't pay attention because I didn't know any of this. You didn't know any of this. <laughs> I didn't know any of this was happening. Well, right walk you, walk you pie. Occupy Wall Street is, um, they're basically taking a stand against the corporations so and it's just protesting. <clears throat> protesting. It's, it's it's basically the it, their whole slogan is, it's the ninety nine percent of us that are not in control of this country or. The oh war- my well, gosh. it's it's this I did country's see some wealth. Of those people basically. at a Friday night in Hartford, they were walking around with signs. Yeah, said we are the ninety nine percent, basically. Yeah, I, I mean, saw them. There's Where one. There's one percent. I didn't know what they were talking about, though. Oh. To be honest, one percent has control of all of our wealth. <sighs> it's all connected to jobs and um, what else? I don't know. Bunch of stuff. A lot of stuff, and there's really. I think ahead. it's great. I think it's great. One of my uh, good friends from back home. He's actually he participated in the New York one a couple one of the New York ones a couple weeks ago, a couple weekends ago. Whenever I was down in Philly, he was in New York, mm. and uh, yeah, he got some really good pictures of uh, the march across the Brooklyn Bridge. And oh yeah, and a lot of people are getting arrested too in New York. Like everyone who was on the Brooklyn Bridge, I think like five hundred people mm-hmm. were arrested. Yeah, and I think today they were arresting people in Boston. Bloomberg came out today and because, you know, there was a, a slight threat coming out of his office that they were going to shut this whole thing down in New York, basically. Hmm. Then he came out today or either it was this morning or last night or yesterday. And he came out and he's like, you know what? The rumors of us shutting the whole New York scene down by force. Forget about that, because 
nobody's really doing anything. You know, this is, for the most part, it's still a nonviolent movement. Mm. Well, you know, until, until things get a little out of hand, until it turns into downtown Cairo, we're going to let it, we're going to let it happen. Yeah. So, good for him. Yeah. <clears throat> Wondering to see just how far it will go and what exactly is going to happen after all of this. I sound so ignorant, but I'm almost surprised at how little I care because it seems like <laughs> it sounds like such a big deal, but like I had no idea it was going on, and now that I do, it's just kind of like it I don't know. It doesn't affect it me. It might directly, grow on you kinda. a little. It, yeah, like, it, it, I have so many other things to worry about. It's like I feel like happy that the people are sticking up for themselves, mm-hmm. but I feel like such a hypocrite because I you just don't care. It, yeah, it just doesn't bother yeah. me. Like, good for you for standing up for what you believe in, but. It's just not. It's not your your thing. I mean, or it hasn't affected you yet. It hasn't yeah, affected you yet. Yeah, that's what it is. It doesn't directly affect me, and mm-hmm. I feel in the whole grand scheme of things, the government doesn't really care about me. It's kind of like I think politics <laughs> I don't really care for about me. Them. I don't really care about politics too much, but then until it starts to affect me, I'm like, oh, so this guy's in charge of me, um, having to pay these bills now, or well, having a lot for more the taxes. first time in your lives, give it another two years. Give it. it you're you're gonna. In, within two years, you're gonna care. You're gonna really care because things are things are really falling apart. I know I sound and really ignorant and just. By well, you are. Like, I mean, and. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I know. It's like just, ignorance is bliss. I understand. I, I get it. You know. But so many other problems. As, <laughs> yeah, there are a lot. I mean, yeah, directly connect to something I can do about it. Right. right. We all we all walk around with a lot of our a lot of baggage, but. In all seriousness, when, you know, the society that you are, you know, very comfortably living in starts to fall apart, like the fall of Rome, modern day, you're going to, you're going to feel it. And your whole life is going to be turned upside down. I, I do have respect for anyone that stands up for what they believe in, too. So I, I'm not trying to disrespect people either because I, I'm like proud of them. Like, good for you. Stand up for what you believe in. And that analogy of the fall of Rome, I hear a lot, too. Um, well, we are, they compare us to modern-day Rome, and that's what happened to Rome. Rome stretched itself really thin uh, in its final days, and that's how it happened. I mean, that's a huge part of it is our, uh, our robust, you know, military presence around the world, and we are stretched pretty thin. And also, you know, our economy crapped the bed a couple of years ago, and it hasn't gotten any better, and Europe is starting to go, and once that happens... Could be, you know, we're looking at worldwide uh, depression, mm. and you know, this is going to be a, a leper colony. I've said it before, but within five years, and yet within I'm five years, within five years, you're going to care. Oh, and yet I'm curious enough to see if it actually will happen, and what will happen if it does. Like, will we all go into mass but chaos? C- consider me the new Ed, 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 Edgar Casey. People have been saying that for years, like the end of the world. Like, oh, it's when, not the end of the world. When Social Security first got taken away, everyone's just like, or like when they the funds ran out, not got taken away, but when the funds ran out and there was no like deposit there, everyone like freaked out and said it's all over. And it always kind of fixes itself. <laughs> well, people fix it, but so optimistic. That's I came into this conversation late, but are we talking about? the United States completely yeah. imploding financially yeah. and starting from ground zero, kind of like, uh, kind of like Fight Club. Yes. <laughs> Fight Club. No, but seriously, everything, like everything you goes know, to zero. Yeah. Whole, yeah. I, I think that's gonna happen. It's so. it's happening. Where it's 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 obvious. I mean, and if you do, you can only go in a downward spiral so long so, before yeah. you actually hit the bottom. Right. And and the thing is, it's been a while. Hmm. We, we're not we're not going back up. Because you don't follow things really, and that's you know I'm not yeah. saying that's fine, 
but we still have too much power and too much influence uh, as well. We like have built. Uh, we're in so much debt to everybody else in the country. We can't run it. And there are a lot there of people who know world. even less than you, so they're just right. They need people like us to let them know. I mean, in in all in all much, seriousness, still you're still young too. I mean, you're gonna. I mean, you really are gonna start feeling the effects of it. I feel like there's still so many people like in work, and there's so many discouraged workers even. That that's part of America's pro propaganda is that we are the best, and we have always been the best, and we will continue to be the best. Keep pumping that into you know people who don't really you know read the fine print, and which most Americans don't. You're gonna have a population of people that think that way that oh there's no possible way because we're so powerful but we're not really anymore and i mean i think it's too big to fail there's so many other places that are so much worse off though oh absolutely but there's so many places that used to be crap holes that are on the on the rise i mean the thing is the united states had no competition after world war ii that's how we were able to rise to the position that we're in. There's a, we have a lot of competition. We have an interlaced global economy now. So therefore, I mean, and, and we're a huge part of it. I mean, you know, but we're the, not the, only part the rise of, of corporations. And we're not the only part of it. And we're dangerously close to not being a big part of it. Well, that's one. But I'm, what I'm saying is after World War II, there was, you know, there was no competition whatsoever. And as everything has rebuilt and corporations have taken, you know, taken flight here and around the world in these third world countries that are slowly, you know, they're booming. Yeah, we are, we're sitting kind of on the outskirts of the center of uh, the loop. We're kind of, we're kind of sliding out of the loop <clears throat> and we're stretching ourselves. Everybody's thin. kind of sliding though. I mean, the whole world economy sucks. It's uh, not like any yeah. Greece, Greece is right. Yeah, the smaller countries may be making taking steps, but like the large, you know, China, well, China's doing well. Japan, they're, they're Japan's not, not doing well at all. They're not actually. Economy's not doing. Japan started falling off the cliff even before their so huge economical disaster. powerhouses. Where are we? <clears throat> yeah, but you look at things like the Great Depression, and even during wartime, there is nothing like the whole. The Great Depression is the best example. Like that was so much worse than what it is now, and it got fixed. It was shorter. Yeah, but it wasn't as bad. It's not half the, the as re- bad. But but what what the reason why it got fixed? People aren't living in boxes. The reason it got fixed is because the 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 world basically broke out into war. Europe destroyed itself, which Europe was really the only had the only certain countries that were powerful at the time. They destroyed themselves. We luckily. We got into the war, but it didn't come to our shores. After that, we took advantage of that situation. And because of that, and because of war times, and war times are great for the economy. It did come to our shores, though. That's the whole reason we got involved. I'm saying, yeah, we were attacked, but that was it. That was it. So many people died, and so many people died. Like, most people was in the army after uh, It was a military base. Whoop de doo! It wasn't a it wasn't a civilian thing. And think of how many thing. more Americans died after. Not even just Americans. People as good in as this is, we have to take a break. <laughs> All right.
Wendy's getting fired up. For somebody who does not give a crap, she's getting pretty fired up. Well, we well, touched a nerve, I guess. Mm. Yeah, but when you start talking about like, military, oh, I did I one. Know did, did, did your great grandfather die at Pearl Harbor or something? No. Yeah. But my dad was in the army. I think it would have been a much bigger deal. I mean, even when we look back on some of our worst catastrophes. Pearl Harbor, historically, is not really put up there in the top five, only because it was not a, civ- it was not a civilian deal. A lot of civilians deal. died. Not really. And as a result of that, it was so a lot many of military civilians personnel. enlisted in the <clears throat> army, and all those people died. Right. It was, it was, a, it was definitely a catalyst uh, to get us involved. But, I mean, that was the attack. The war wasn't fought here. We, you know, we benefited because of that in the aftermath of the war, and... Because, you know, all, like, look at Connecticut, for example. All of these towns that are hunks of crap now were booming mill towns and, you know, war effort towns during World War II. And well, that's all due to technology, because now computers do people's jobs. It was a lot due to... And all those factories where they make stuff, and then all the production... With the war overseas. as huge as that, all of these... I mean, a lot of big companies, you know, went down south, too. But, I mean, as far as war efforts goes... Like all of these towns, Meriden. Meriden was a huge war effort town. So much, you know, so much stuff was built for the war in Meriden. And that employed people. Right, and that's that. The war and the fact that the world was destroyed after World War II is the reason why we got out of the depression, and we we succeeded. So we need to have a big war. Wars are good. Revolutions are good. Who can we really go and mess up? Canada. At this point, at this point, we, that's too easy. At this point, we we, on, gotta we need think a challenge. Small. <laughs> we need a challenge. We are at war, though. We're not really, but yeah, no, mm. not real war. And you know what? It's not. It's the war's not even the same, anyways. Like those plants, yeah, those mills. It's not even like that. That's not right. how you support war, the war effort, yeah. anyways. It doesn't generate mm. as many jobs as it used to. But I mean, still, things. I mean, the the Sun Belt is. Uh, is what's, you know, as far as populations and, you know, com- companies restructuring and moving to a different part of the country. The south, you know, the southwest is doing really well because uh, it's it's so much more developed. Modern day technology has made it possible for us to live out in the desert and people like it because it's warm year round. That's another reason why, you know, it still takes a lot of factories and a lot of jobs to make everything for the wars that are going on right now. It's just not done up here because it's of the b- right. The b- you know when I say the Sun Belt, I mean like you know from Texas over this you know the Southwest is <coughs> and the South. I mean a, a lot of companies have gone there because of you know it's much more developed down there. A hundred years ago, it was not as developed. You couldn't successfully live in the middle of the desert like some of these big cities that are in the middle of the desert like. Phoenix, you know, like, so. But there's still, like, no production in the USA anymore. Like, 80-something percent of jobs are in service. As far as uh, military technology, we don't, uh, we don't send those kind of 
th those things are not done overseas. That stuff's done here. I mean, and that's all because of its... That employs so many people. That can only employ so many people when you have, like, everything being made here, clothes, every, every product. Every product, we, yes. We but used to ship so many things out, and now we don't. We import everything. Budget-wise, uh, it, all of our money goes to our military. So that money isn't just floating around. It's going into people's pockets. A lot of people are employed based on our, you know, our military budget. But if we didn't have a strong military, then other countries would attack us. Other than that, warcraft, uh, military, <sighs> military products and military jobs and uh, cleaning products. That's pretty much all that's made in the United States. And entertainment. The yeah. entertainment industry, yeah. Other than that, everything's made everywhere else. And that's else. a problem. Check it out. All cleaning products, all, all cleaning products are made in the United They're States. They're probably like, scared to import stuff like that, like <laughs> bleach. <laughs> what really is in that bleach? Yeah, I think some stuff is like illegal to even ship. Like I don't think you can ship food. Well, not sh not food. I mean, like out of country, uh, not consumers anyway, regular people. Because I think Canada makes food with stuff inside of it, like toys, but we can't ship it here. <laughs> I tried once. It was <laughs> Canada makes food with toys in it. Yeah, there's like these little chocolate eggs or something. One of my friends really <laughs> loves these things. They used to, I guess they used to have them here. They use, they, they make stuff with real sugar in Canada. Hmm. Real sugar. <laughs> <laughs> not high fructose corn syrup. Wendy, I'm not, and I'm not sitting here like twisting my mustache hoping that America <laughs> fails. But I mean, I do, I do pay attention to very carefully to what's going on. I mean, and also, you know, I can't sit here and like pretend I'm an expert because I am living in the comforts of, I kinda of do American society. America fails. In a way I do. I've because I think here's here's my reasoning behind it. I think we're headed in the wrong direction. And I think in order for us to change directions and move into a different We need go uh, be different, we, we need, need to, to hit we rock need to bottom. hit rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. I, I, do. I agree with and that. the people that are strong and the people that are willing to change and, and move in that different direction, they will be the we'll ones to survive. And the people that aren't will suffer greatly and I feel bad for them, but it's their own decision. I'm sorry, but the meek will not inherit the earth. <laughs> That's the way it is. I mean, it's 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 a rough so you, world we live you in. You actually think we should end up in like complete anarchy? Even Thomas Jefferson, one of our founders, he said that the only way that we will continue to be what you know continue to prosper is revolution is very important. It's important for you know any major, demo our democracy, it's important for us to have a revolution on a regular basis. So yes, anarchy is a part of that, I guess. So would you say that's what Wall Street, or Oper Occupy Wall Street's all about? No, I don't think it's that big. <laughs> it's... Because people are going to back down. I, it's just, people don't have the same fight. That's the, thi that's, that's the problem I see. There's people that like, pretend but to really care and they'll go at it, but then they always pull back. Like, I don't sit here and pretending I care, so I'm not going to mm. do it. Like, you can call me a hypocrite. I might be a little bit, but desperation. As we said before, desperation yet. is really setting in, though. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are, you know. But there's a lot of people that me, like me, that are just comfortable living their everyday lives. Right. Absolutely. But although I'll say how directly. But the affects everyday me. life has a cost incorporated with it, and that cost is bringing a whole country down. Right. So the at some point, of, that the you, comfort of American gonna, society. Yeah. There's going to be a point where that's no longer an option for you. Right. Because there's a lot of people there that are unemployed, like I am, and um, I recently just read today that that's actually something that's <coughs> affected is the whole yes. unemployment, like benefits is pretty much shutting down, 
sort mm -hmm. of like by January, which explains why I got like something in the mail saying how I only have 20 weeks left. Mm -hmm. So I mean, look that's at, affecting me. Look at even, I mean, your house wasn't, wasn't destroyed by Hurricane Irene, but I mean, FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, ran out of money. Oh, I yeah, mean, they're broke. <laughs> I mean, because this past summer was a doozy as far as natural disasters. And, and to top it all off came Hurricane Irene that devastated, you know, the mid-Atlantic up, and we, FEMA ran out of money. I mean, that, that just that alone, I mean, it's like, wow, you know? We finally shut down a NASA. Right. We don't, I mean, how, how interested and how much money do we blow right. doing stupid stuff when, like that? And finally, our moron government figured out, like, yeah. that's not what it's we not need necessary, right now. Right. Mm. We, we need other things. Some people might argue more. and say it is kind of necessary, space exploration, because we're... Because we're screwing up the, this Yeah, world. the we planet that go. we're killing, kind of, <laughs> eventually, we're going to need somewhere else to go, yeah. I agree with that. But, I mean, there yeah. you go. That's a historical... Uh, point right there is when we have to be like we got to shut down our space agency basically and let the corporations take over because we can't fund it i'm gonna sound so cold and people are gonna hate me for saying this but i think they should cut a lot of money with welfare and stuff like that because there are so many people that just just take <clears> the <throat> money and don't even try like I, for people that try and that's what it was made for it's for people that lost their jobs and need some time like you you're going to school you're getting mm. back on your feet that's what it's made for but there's too many people out there that just take the check and don't care your your what strong feeling for that though should should get you all amped up right now and not be like sit back and be like oh i, I don't mind well, being what because because <laughs> our safety net is it, it is a serious issue i mean people are draining the system that are very capable i, I know a lot of people care. that are so capable of going out and, and working but some stupid little thing is causing them to be like eh. like a lot of people here that i've met were unemployed but they're here they're doing something to further themselves to get it, themselves yeah. a job like getting an education and that's what it should be for it should be to help people out while they're doing that it should not be for people that sit at home and just keep having kids so they can get a bigger check and sit there and do nothing and that's the argument a lot of people have. That's what and it a lot of people really do, mean, take advantage of it. And I feel really mean just saying it, but it's... I, that's it is I true. Feel. A lot of people do it. That's uh, one of the reasons why I enjoy Mad Men so much is because... <laughs> <coughs> no, really, I mean, they, they, they're so spot on with you know, accuracy as far as the time period. Right. I mean, are. yes, it, it, it does focus on Madison Avenue and the pretty well-off during the early 60s. But even the mentality of people and things kind of, as a society, as, you know, like our family structure in this society, a lot of things, that's where things kind of started to take a tumble, was the, like the mid to late 60s. It's because of the damn hippies. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I was just kidding. Those yucky liberals, yeah. Yeah. To find another hot button issue for you two today. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just a, that was really just a joke. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you 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 despise them. <laughs> no, not really. I actually would have made a pretty good hippie. Do nothing all day. But I mean, <laughs> do a lot of drugs. Like it sounds like a pretty good. Job. This uh, movement that's going on, Occupy Wall Street, is is can really be defined as a liberal movement, just like the hippie movement. It won't be though, because people will back down. Well, it there are the hippies same. there. Well. The, there are hippies hanging out there. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's modern day. 
People are willing to give their lives for what they believe in. I don't think people are at that point yet. Well, it hasn't gotten violent yet. In the 60s, people were, were, you know, standing up for a lot of the same reasons Mm -hmm. uh, as, you know. And so if you're comparing this to that, though, how are we not going to pull through after this? Wait, pull. Like you're, because you said that, like, it's like uh, with the, like the 60s when everybody was rebelling. And the country pulled through after that. We were fine. But we didn't. We d- but, but that's what I, like I said before, we didn't really pull through. It was kind of the beginning of our demise. And it's taken quite a few decades, but a lot of the things put into place then and even a little before that has all, has all been leading up to now. Not leading up, because that's a poor use of words. It's actually, it's actually, you know, it's it, yeah, that was the start of our demise, basically. I think that Nixon, when Nixon got caught. Why every, Nixon? Why? <laughs> every president did that, and I'm pretty sure they all still do. But when he got caught, everyone lost faith. Does, in it, does anybody else agree with me that? Because you know, she asked, we pulled out then. Well, we were fine. Ooh, we're we still pulled doing out. Fine. <laughs> no, I pulled out, and I still have a daughter, so I it doesn't think, always work. You know, even though the the mass demonstrations of the '60s ended. My whole look, on, my, my whole take on that is that was the beginning of our demise, really. Because she's like, well, why did everything get all better after that? And yeah. we'll get all, it, it, things are getting crappy now. We'll, it will get out of that. I think that was just part of it the country's demise. People were fighting for things like the right to vote. Like big things. Like, you know, it wasn't about money. It was about, I just want to be able to say what we're saying right now. It was about your actual Women's rights. liberation. But I mean, it had a lot to do. And look at where we are now. Yeah, women should vote. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it was co- corporate greed was a big issue back then. I mean. And we'll take a quick break. Yeah, all right. AllNoiseRadio.com. The Lost Dial. <laughs> The music is making me want to watch this show. <laughs> oh, Seriously. I, I think you'd get into it. I really think you'd get into it. Welcome back to uh, the feisty 21st installment of... Yeah, this is a really good debate time. going feisty, on. Feisty, feisty, feisty. Why, Nixon? Why? <laughs> 21's a good spot to be. And what do we do? Instead of talking about legally drinking, we're talking about occupying Wall Street and Mad Men. Hey, I just turned 21. It's going pretty good. For it me. all kind of <laughs> goes hand in hand. <laughs> And you're showing us the connections that it does. <laughs> you know, is this, is this section four? Yeah, this is four. We're up to four now. Why is uh, everything so tiny? It's, I don't know. It was weird. It just does that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's big now. Um, real quick before I forget, uh, pickaroo.com. Have you heard of that before? Actually, both of you. No, I haven't. Pickaroo? Yeah. It's a. Oh, this, is this, this is the thing you said I was gonna like. Is it yeah, about sports? It is. All right. It's a um, sports social network, so you can like make picks for. All I really read so far was just NFL stuff, since I guess the NBA is having a two-week off period. Oh yeah. So, that sucks for that. Um, it's called Pickaroo. 
Picaroo, P-I-C-K-A-R-O-O.com. So. P-I-C-K-A-R-O-O? Yep. So you go there and you go sign up. You be um, a gamer is what they call you. Versus, I guess, like, you know, if you're on Twitter, you'd be a tweeter, I guess. Whoever, whoever came up uh, with the name Pickaroo should take a jumperoo off a roof somewhere. Well, I think they did that because of they, they want people to make, you know, picks. Pickaroo! <laughs> I really thought it was going to be about kangaroos. Like, <laughs> little kangaroo, pick one out. Um, pickaroo to take home. Isn't that what the baby's called? A roo? You should be called a picker instead of a gamer. Yeah, probably. But <laughs> I don't know. They've got this established already. I don't know how many people they have on there, but... I figured it'll be one more soon. Yeah, figured it. At least you would enjoy it, but you probably too, because you're still getting into the social networking world. So we're, we're waiting for you to be on Twitter to be with the rest. You of haven't us. started Twitter yet. Speaking of Twitter, my uh, shout out to one of my Twitter friends, uh, Ariel Cherie. Um, she recently started following the Dial, so oh, yeah. thanks for listening. She's an awesome person. I think she's probably the first person I might have met first on Twitter and then in, in real life. I think Ariel. Yeah. And she would like to, she would like to be a guest one day on the show. So. Oh, yeah, anytime. Ariel, Ariel. Mm-mm. What's her last name? Picaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Ariel Picaroo. Oh, he's looking it up now. I'm actually joining. You're joining? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Many could argue that uh, the rise of social networking has also um, contributed to our demise. Oh, I was going to say that it maybe, um, maybe not, I don't know, benefited? It, it's all part, it's all made the 24-hour news cycle so much more um, reliable or not. I mean, there's just, it just, all the information that's out there and that you can get from news outlets, now you can get it even before it happens, right. you know, people are, people are so interconnected now. And that's know? actually what I like about Twitter and specifically is that's basically how I found out what's going on in the world sometimes. Cause it'll be like a trending topic. Um, that's how I found out about Occupy Wall Street. So mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? And what are they talking about? And I started looking into it and then eventually it was on the news. Um, a lot of natural disasters, that's how I find out about them, like uh, when Japan happened, when they had their earthquake, um, something else that happened. But uh, Filthy Twitter. Richmond keeps me up to date on a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of the worldly events. Good friend of yours. Mm. Filthy, filthy. <clears throat> and, you know uh, who's kind of a filthy Richmond is Barb, and I'd like to get Barb in here as a guest because she's filthy. Oh, yes. She she's filthy rotten. She's hilarious. Filthy Barb. Barb is the CSB receptionist, I believe. That's yeah. what her title would be. She's, she's she makes phone calls too, like people that are interested. She tries to schedule them to come in and do the yeah, tour. She's kind of mm-hmm. like a telemarketer. She's kind of like a she's like receptionist. <clears throat> she's she's Art's right hand man, and when I say man, I mean man. Yeah. <laughs> she's just the best in general. Yeah, she everything is. Everything she does. She keeps everybody in line. Um, she used to do a show. I guess she doesn't do it anymore on all noise radio. She uh, took the class, actually. Huh? Did you know that? She took the whole class. She took the whole course. So did Art. Well, yeah. I think pretty much everybody here is a graduate. She did it like, after she started working here. Oh. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. I thought she did the class like, first. She worked then... here for a few years and then took the class. So it's like kind of cool. Like. Oh, I see. 
Yeah. And so she knows what she we're did. A, going she through. did a reverse CSB uh, yeah, experience. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you kind of want to just do a show first and then start going to yeah. school. Oh, I see. But you can't. You got to pay your twelve thousand dollars before you can have a show on all <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what those uh, fat cats in um, Wall Street are doing. Just laughing it up. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what those protesters were there Did for. But there's only like five of them anyway. Like that's how much people care. Like there are five people in Hartford, and they're like writing news about it. Like. Well, that's what I mean. Hartford is. Come on, come on, guys. There's like five guys with <laughs> with really long hair. There's a picture <laughs> floating around out there. <laughs> really, of these really these people. Uh, these people that I mean, you know, they they look like they're. They're living it up on Park Ave, I guess. You know, they're all dressed really well. It's a picture of them from below, of them up on a balcony. Supposedly, you know, I don't know if it's actually, it could have been, you know, just this picture of these people up on a balcony in New York, Mm -hmm. you know, hanging out. But supposedly they're, like, looking down on, you know, the marching going on in the street. And these people are all dressed to the nines. They're up on this balcony drinking champagne. And, like, one of them's, like, like, laughing, you know, like, and that kind of got people riled up. Was this? It was almost like a a, a, a look. Who was the one who said, "We'll let them eat cake." Um, Mary Antoinette. Mary Antoinette. Yeah. yeah. So they're hungry. Let them eat cake. It's like one of you know. It's like a modern uh, spin on that. You know these. Now what happened to her? She got her head chopped off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if so. you were really rich? Would you spend a lot of money? I'm just saying. Like I would. Oh yeah, if I was rich, I would. But I would also like because I have a lot of money and I drive a different col- color Corvette every day of the week. Like I wish, but <laughs> that's what I would do. I mean, not everybody is Mark Zuckerberg and you know doesn't care about being a multi-billionaire. I mean, I'd take. I would do the same thing. <coughs> and that's what they're <coughs> doing. No. Like, but they just. I don't think I would do that. Sorry. No, I would. Explain I yourself. I don't think I would do that. I, I think I would be more Explain interested in... Explain yourself. <clears throat> like, I don't really care how many cars I have. That I don't know. I, I yeah, would you're rather, saying that now. I being would rather, part of the 99% who... Uh, who uh, don't have money. ...has a dildo in your bum. <laughs> a big corporate dildo. Sure you have a dildo compare. that's stamped. I don't know. I think I would be more <laughs> interested in, like, doing things. You know, starting businesses right. that and I was interested putting your in, money, starting putting you know, your like, money to good use. I've yeah. had a lot of ideas where if I had the money, I would tr- I would do it. I would try to do this. I would open up a gym. I would do this. And right. I would do that. If know? I if I had the money, I would open up something just like this, and we would do our show every day. After that, you guys could go and do whatever you want, but we'd all get paid because and of my. Wendy, you success. have to open your. Um Octopus oh, I would yeah. definitely do that, but I would give a lot of weight too. I, like, I want to get to the point where I just have like so much money, I can walk down the street and just hand random people like a thousand dollars. Just be like, here you go, have a good. You day. know how old that would get? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would do that for about a week, and then you'd be I like, know. well, um, I wouldn't do it all no, the time, I'm not but do sometimes, this like, if I had enough money, like, like Bill Gates, he donates a lot of money to charity. Like, you cannot say him bad things about him having anything he owns because he gives. Yeah, he so does give a lot away. away. I would do the same thing, and I actually uh, remember like years ago, somebody in the news. Um, some mystery, um, oh, I forgot Science what they called them. I love that show. But um, <laughs> some mystery person was uh, going around in people's cars and leaving like fifty dollars. I love $50. the anonymous. Yeah, donors. like wouldn't that just make your day? Like you'd just be so happy. Like oh my gosh. But then I'm me. I'm kind of worried. Like oh, somebody else is gonna see this. Or if I do it to every car, <laughs> they're gonna be like oh, I see it on every car. I'm gonna take all of their. $50. What about the parking meter fairy? I would you know rather, that's illegal. I'd to rather do. do it on a bigger scale by creating jobs and putting more in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. instead of just giving it to people, I'd be. I think I'd be more interested in. in 
allowing people to to work for me and mm -hmm. make a decent living on their own. You know, that's all kind of like teach a man to fish instead of feeding a man a fish. Right. I, I, and I love this. This, this is all peaches and cream. This is wonderful. But <laughs> it's nice to dream. I, but people are just that they're people, they're human beings. Mm -hmm. And once you're in that position, give it a couple of weeks, you're going to be singing a different, you're going to be chirping a different tune. I'm sorry. I just, I don't, I guess I just don't see the good in people like, some people do. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cynic. Money, I think money changes people, and that's people. just the bottom line. I mean, it just does. I'm an optimistic. I think cynic. money changes everybody, every single person. I think money changes, but I don't think it changes who you are. I think it just makes you more of what you are. So it doesn't change you. It enhances your qualities. If you're a douche, you're a big time douche with money. Mm. If you're a good person, there's more good that you can do. So you bring whoever you are and just expand it with money. I, I, Unfortunately, I, a lot of douches have money. Right. Like no, that. but I see. I'd like to hope that you know. I have hope in my heart that if you stumbled upon some money or whatever, however it happened, whether you built an empire or yada yada yada, you have tons of money. I would love to call you up or to observe you for a week, maybe a year after you have been exposed to all this money and power, and see that you're actually doing the things that you're talking about right now. I have hope that you would, but you have doubt. Well, look at all the people that do. A lot of do. A lot of and that's people. and that's not a per that's not I'm, yeah. you know don't take it personally. I'm just saying everybody, a you know, of, even me. I a lot of people have so much than, money, but they built on their money. That's how a lot of rich people got all their money because they never stop working because they keep building and building and building, and they stay rich. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Let's um let's let's. I think we should start up a uh, Occupy Wall Street right here in Farmington. <laughs> Farmington. Farmington's a great town to do something like that. There's a lot of wealthy people here. Or even, <clears throat> well, yeah, okay, I was going to say Greenwich, but that's actually farther away from here. Because yeah. so. that's the other place I always think of. Yeah, uh, Greenwich is a couple steps up from Farmington. Farmington's a wealthy town, but Greenwich is really wealthy. <clears throat> I guess you can tell by the gas prices, because gas over here yeah, is crazy. Yeah, it's super expensive. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm not getting gas here. I only got gas here once only because I was actually on E, and I didn't have a choice. They actually bathe in gasoline here in Farmington. You shouldn't drive while you're on E. It's dangerous. I know. Mm -hmm. I didn't plan to. I just had too many places I had to go, and a gas station wasn't one of them. Until I was, I actually I was thinking like to. on E, like the drug. Oh, I see what you're doing <laughs> there. <laughs> 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 Get out of here. <laughs> Before we go in a, in a couple seconds, I just want to say uh, rest in peace, Hector Salamanca, and uh, yeah. <laughs> who's Hector? There's a third. Who's Hector? I don't know who Hector that is. Hector Salamanca. Al Davis Don died, Salamanca. Who was huge, and uh, oh yes, Al and Davis. Steve Jobs died, so I'm wondering who the third person's going to make because everything happens in threes. Yeah. It's two high-profile people. <clears throat> yep. Hmm. We got one more. You to never come. said who Hector was. Hector Salamanca. You'll find out someday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, oh. for uh, listening to the 21st installment of The Lost Dial. It's been feisty and fun. It has. Goodbye. <laughs>
by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. To hear more Lost Style, find us on iTunes and thelawstylepodbean.com and listen to us anytime, anywhere. To contact us, email thelawstyle at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash theldcrew and follow us on Twitter at thelawstyle. Oh, my God.